Good day and welcome to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Podcasts. I'm Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I'd like to take you on a journey with several other women. Women who share some sailing tips, advice and inspiration. This episode is brought to you by Sistership Press, who are a team of women writers and authors who support women writers and authors. Come and say hello at sistershippress.com. Gina DeVere compiled the book called Blue Water Women. With little sailing experience and in her late 50s, Gina left her comfortable home with her second husband and a passionate sailor. Needless to say, her life turned upside down. Life at sea is not all plain sailing. But 15 years on, she's still a full-time cruiser. So let's hear from Gina. Hi, fellow sailors. This is Gina DeVere talking to you from our yacht, which is a Jib C-47. And we are currently in lockdown in Penang, Malaysia. And uh, so now I've got some time time on my hands to talk to you, which is wonderful, about my book, Blue Water Women, Making the Leap from Landlubber to a Life at Sea. First of all, I want to tell you about how I ever came to write the book, because I'm not, I never considered myself a writer. But I was back home in New Zealand and talking to my neighbour and mentor, Lynn Pardy. This is a few years ago now, and I said, Lynn, look, why why aren't there more women out there enjoying a life at sea? And uh, I said that I don't see any books to actually encourage women to go sailing and to possibly make it their career, if not their, their life. And she said, well, it's about time there was a book like that. She said, um, you write it and I'll help you publish it, which is exactly what she did. And so Blue Water Women was published, um, and I went to America last year, and it launched, got launched in, uh, actually in Canada, in Vancouver, at the boat show. And then we went down to Seattle. I had um, my friend Lynette with me, and it was snowing, and I had to drive on the right-hand side, and uh, well, it was just... Uh, you know, full of adventures, that trip, and I met some wonderful people in the Northwest. So I thought that I would read you the um, the first chapter, but also there's a, a little piece by uh, Lynn Pardy where she explains the reason for the book very well. And um, she said, Several men have stopped me to introduce themselves and they've asked why these women needed or even wanted to exclude men from their Facebook discussions. That's talking about women who sail. And she says it's because there are times when women are uncomfortable discussing intimate aspects of sailing with the men in their lives. Some don't want their partners, male or female, to think they are doubting them when they question some seamanship ideas Others feel their concerns will be scoffed at or dismissed by male sailors. 
It's not about exclusion. It's about having a non-judgmental sounding board women can use to build their self-confidence. She says, I've known Gina for many years. We spent many hours talking about the dream of going back to cruising. Um, And hopefully I encourage Gina as she and her husband search for the right cruising boat. Well, she certainly did. And after 15 or 16 years of full-time cruising, um, I... Even though I don't know everything, you do have to learn something when you've been sailing that long. So the first part of the book, and I've divided the book into five different sections because they won't apply to everybody, is called The Dream and You. Jacques Cousteau says the sea, once it casts its spell, holds one in its net of wonder forever. Okay. So you're dreaming of the voyage. You envisage days spent gliding past glorious islands under blue skies, looking for just the right sheltered spot to set anchor for the night. Just you and nature, with sunsets that amaze you and nights with stars like diamonds shimmering in a black velvet sky. In your dream, you picture waking to gentle dawns and delighting in the abundant sea life, and enjoying visits with friendly locals as you sail to different countries every season. Then the time comes when your dream becomes a goal, with plans and actions, and you begin to worry about the downsides. The fact that once you move on to a boat, you'll spend most of your time in a space smaller than your living room. You might suffer the misery of seasickness, or if you encounter bad weather, you could be sitting in wet gear for many hours. Sometimes you will not be able to see anything except seawater crashing over the deck with the wind making the rigging shriek and howl. So why do we go? What motivates us to go blue water sailing? It's a glorious way of life, allowing freedoms that are fast disappearing, a life that distances you from the constant demands of our modern craziness, a life where you're more self-reliant more in control of your time rather than at everyone else's beck and call. It's a life that you constantly create anew as you travel, a life of awe and wonder. I like being able to choose where I go and, with the weather as an ally, of course, when. I love learning and have an insatiable curiosity. I gain satisfaction in achieving things that grow me as a person. As Diana Nego, one of our blue, 40 Blue Water women, says, Sipping champagne as the sun slips to the horizon is the dream, but the self-satisfaction of getting your boat to that sunset scene is the reality, and far more profoundly satisfying. I have never been so uncomfortable in my life, but neither have I been so profoundly happy and at peace. One tends to forget the bumpy bits and the times when things go wrong or break down because the rewards of being at sea are overwhelmingly incredible. I love travelling, simply going towards the unknown. I love the adventure of it. I love meeting new people, experiencing different cultures and learning about the history of a new place. I love being close to the water, wind and nature, seeing pods of dolphins, hundreds of them surfing the waves, or watching exotic birds I'd only previously seen in books. I love the freedom that sailing life gives me. I feel more alive. For me, a day is a really good one, when I've had a great sail, 
set anchor safely in a pretty place, had a swim, and have seen the sun rise and set. Our blue water women unanimously enjoy a closer connection to nature. As Pat Mundus says, my love of going to sea is essentially my love of a direct and straightforward connection with the natural world and using our latent ability to function off the man-made societal umbilical cord. She goes on to say, I hate pettiness. My days fill with, with email, advertising, telemarketing and the general politics of corporations monopolising our, our whole food and information distribution system. I hate poorly designed and manufactured goods. I hate the temptation to rationalise a reduction of integrity for money. On the other hand, Pat says, I love being able to be self-reliant. I love forming my own conclusions and observations empirically instead of being informed by outside experts who are usually making money off the topic. I love catching, growing and combining my own food and resources. I love having unlimited time to read and write on board. I love the knowledge that I'm just a tiny, insignificant speck in an awesomely huge universe. Many of our Blue Water women agree, having time to use as you wish, rather than reacting to others' demands on your time, is immeasurably satisfying. You have time to socialise or be on your own, to read, write, follow your hobbies, spend with your partner or do whatever you desire. This, to me, is addictive luxury. For Lynn Party, being offshore gave her time to reflect, slow down and enjoy each moment. She says, I love the feeling I could put away the shopping lists and work lists, that everything I needed was right with us, and if I'd forgotten to get something or ran out of something, I would figure a way to make do. Amanda swan Neal also likes the sense that time stands still, and you get to live each day at a time without much outside input. She shares her favourite line from Deborah Ann Cantrell's book, Changing Course, The sea can bring you face to face with who you really are and who you have the potential to be. There's plenty of time for soul-searching as you master a new technique or way of thinking about or doing things. It is a time to grow. Gradually, the masks we use to get by on land and the things that were once important simply slip away we become more in touch with our essential being. We enjoy feeling the power of wind as it fills the sails. We become intensely aware of the colours, the smells, the feelings we have when we're close to nature and living in harmony with it. <clears throat> Others of our Blue Water women were motivated by reading inspirational sailing books. The motivation for Barbara Sherry was reading about Naomi James's exploits sailing around the world alone. Barbara, like Naomi, comes from a farming background in New Zealand and she says, The book planted a seed of the remote possibility that maybe one day I too could learn to sail. And for Courtney Jean Hansen, the motivation to make her career at sea was that she knew how strongly she felt about the alternatives available where she lived in Australia. For her gap year, she had a dread of having to work at Woolworths and being like everybody else working at Woolworths just getting by. And this proved the impetus she needed to walk the docks and find her first job at sea at 17 years old. And now 10 years later, she captains vessels for the maritime and tourism industries which take her into the Pacific Ocean and the Coral Sea. We go for the adventure. 
adventurers facing the unknown. Mm, the unknown can engender excitement, but it can also engender the flip side, fear. And we'll be looking at that, at how to overcome this. Often as we start out, we cannot tell where exactly our adventure will lead us. But one thing's for sure, no matter how short or long your voyage is, you will grow as a person as you embrace the changes and challenges you face as a blue water sailor. Next, we look at whether it is really your dream. It has to be your dream or else there's no point in going. Um, and then your role on board. Are you going to be the captain? Are you going to be first mate? We look also at the communication styles you have on board and the different ways of having a life at sea. Part-time, full-time, sailing with limited budgets, or maybe no boat at all and you're a crew. How do you get started? And what's the sailing lifestyle like? Day in, day out, week in, week out, year in, year out. What is it like? Learning about the importance of maintenance and repairs. And of course, practice. Practice being an important part of learning. Are you ready to set sail? We look at some of the things we fear. We look at carrying arms or not carrying them. And then, of course, you've got to make the right choice in buying your boat because this boat is going to be your, your flying carpet. It's going to be your home, your workshop, and your, your entry to so many adventures. You need to buy the right boat. So before you set sail, there are things you need to do as well. So we'll have a look at those later on. And life at sea, what do you do on long passages? How do you provision? Um, fun on board for you and whoever else is on board. Perhaps you have your kids with you. And women's matters. How do we women fare when we're on board? What about the, the haircuts, the, uh, the monthly periods, not feeling well, the arguments we have with those close to us? How do we deal with those? And then, of course... The end of every dream must come at some stage. And how do we deal with that? So there's a lot more in the book, but I've enjoyed reading you just a little taste of the first chapter. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Gina while she's on board her yacht in Penang. If you would like to read Blue Water Women, search on Amazon or visit Gina at bluewaterwomen.com. If you'd like to read about more tips and ideas, visit Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Facebook page or stop by at sistershiptraining.com. Here you'll find more articles, podcasts, videos and a subscribe button. That's all we've got time for today. My name's Jackie Parry. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch up with you again soon. I wish you safe sailing.